The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome on in to the early line. It's hour number two on SportsGrid. I'm Kevin Walsh, joined by Donnie right side with anticipation building here, DRS. A lot of baseball preview and a lot of week one college football preview with an eye towards Saturday. How are we feeling? Feeling good. Now, you use the, the right word here, Kevin. Saturday, right? So I'm looking right now, and, you know, sometimes I don't pay all that much attention to the screen at times, mm-hmm. but I do see you on the screen now with a Notre Dame fighting Irish collared shirt. Fine, good. College football season, love it. Big weekend sure. this weekend for Notre Dame. But usually, okay. for the most part, you know, Monday through Friday, we do our thing. And, you know, you get to relax mm-hmm. a little bit on Saturday. But tomorrow, you will be appearing on the Sports Grid Network on one of our favorite shows right. that deals with college football. Notre Dame mm-hmm. plays tomorrow. Perfect time to wear that college shirt tomorrow. What's, what's going on here? Well, well ultimately... You want to give the early line a look at a delightful polo. We've done a lot of polling, and what we've found out is the early line viewer likes the polo look as to where Uh, a weekend viewer maybe might want uh, to see me put a jacket on. Now, here's the the thing. No, go ahead, because that's a cover-up angle. Don't make me tell them the real story. That you don't own yeah. a blazer and all you own are polos. I own one. And you put a mandate out that I can't wear my delicious-looking suits on this show. Now, here's here's what really should be happening, which last week I tuned in. kind of stunned a little bit. Take a little step back. I said, hold on now. And what's the difference mm. between our show and this show where, you know, you get a little gussied up, dress up, look good. I thought you would have said, you know what? I'm going college shirt on Saturday. You boys go with your blazers out here. I'm going to keep it real around here. So right. I tune into, is that the real Kevin Walsh? Is that the heel Kevin Walsh? Ah, is that the manager okay. escort Kevin Walsh that we see like in wrestling? I might cut some promos on that show tomorrow at the end of the day. So, I mean, look, we'll be ready to go uh, in that yeah. nature. Look, I t- here's don't tempt me. You want to start showing up to suits in this show, and it'll be no problem. We can turn. Although, what are you going to have to start waking up at like 3 a.m. to get ready for that? Yeah. No, I'll get. I'll have a live uh, suit tailor in here measure me up during the show. You watch out, pal. I'll really get it going over here. Fedoras yeah. on my head, well, kangos. I mean, we'll yeah. get it going. When was the last time you put a suit on since you never take off or go anywhere? Probably that one time you missed the radio show, which was uh, well over a year ago at this rate. 
I think that is, you know what? That was that you're see that you got a better memory than I do at that point. Yeah, it was for a wedding. I did have to that. wear a suit and, and so I'm see, I'm the type of guy like this, right? Every couple of years I have to put on a suit for something. Like I have to go buy a new suit because like, I'm not even sure if that old suit's still like, you know, I mean, usually you rotate clothes through like when, now, Hey Don, you got an event wow. to go to. I got to go out and buy a suit at that point. Now here's the problem. Cause you know, I mean, we're going to yeah. we'll get to the baseball preview. But for those that don't know, basically, if Donnie like hits the space bar at the wrong angle, he'll buy a new a, no, a new computer. Yeah. Like, do you even Correct. try the old suit, Donnie? Yeah. You're like, no, 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 no. I just got to get a new suit. You don't even bother. Exactly. Yeah. No. Like, and again, this is like feeding all into it. Last year, you know, we come on, hey, DRS yeah. to the network here. Got to get you up to the Meadowlands, do a little photo shoot. Yeah. What can I? <laughs> what should I wear? Bring up a sport jacket. Like, usually, frame was oh, cool. It's fine. I had to go out and buy a sport jacket for that occasion. So. If I ever appear and you see those promo ads where I have, it's a nice looking sport jacket, by the way. I got to yeah, tell you, so. I'm going to be no, in that no. same exact sport jacket if you ever see me on the network with one on. So get ready for that. Our radio audience is here on a Friday morning. <laughs> Kevin Ross, Donnie Wright side. We have been ripping through baseball much. preview, but don't worry. There is plenty more games for us to get to. Uh, we'll start it off with Orioles athletics. Look, we're going to be sprinting here a little bit because there's a big college football card. We want to break down. The O's are a favorite, as you would anticipate now, hosting a team like the Oakland athletics. Where's the value in this game? The value in this game is probably going to be on the Baltimore Orioles, Kevin. It's, again, the haves and the have-nots. We're in September. The call-ups are coming up. Oakland doesn't care if they win. Baltimore is a game and a half out of that final wild-card playoff spot. They're going to be getting after it. And Kramer, one of those pitchers, Kevin, that usually you take advantage of. Not so much anymore. Last 30 days in Major League Baseball, 4.25x fifth number, which isn't terrible. You'd like to see those strikeout props a little bit higher. But take a look mm -hmm. at these splits to lefties. He's a right-handed pitcher. A 165 weighted on base percentage to righties. A 306. Whole hand his business today i'm looking first five run line for those baltimore orioles uh, maybe lower scoring as well jp sears came over for the yanks seems like a lot of guys the yanks moved on from have been uh, phenomenal since changing teams uh and he's been solid right now for oakland continue to move over it's mets and it is the nats to be honest with you i'm pretty surprised at this number they're a minus 270 favorite up against Josiah Gray. I just would have thought at this point in the season it, everything would be minus 330 or higher I don't know if I'm telling you to lay a minus 270 money line. I'm just a little surprised by the number. What do you make of this game? And that should roll. The only thing you can, I guess, go against them is they decompress since they just had a monster series against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Gray's actually had two That's straight true. good starts. Should I say decent starts? But his numbers, even over the past 30 days, don't hold up. Close to a 6x fifth here. Lefties 389, weighted on base percentage. Righties 371. The Mets really should get after this because even when you knock him out, it's bad bullpen for the Washington Nationals. Maybe a team total mm -hmm. look for the Mets here if you don't want to lay that big price. The Mets have seen Gray once this season. It was four innings of work, eight hits, four earned runs. However, that was the very first uh, performance of Gray's season. So how much are you factoring in an April start now here in September? Totally fair to question something like that. A lot more baseball for us to preview. Your college football preview is coming up as well. You are watching and listening to The Early Line with Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wright's side. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Let's hit the ground running. Red Sox, Rangers. Why is this game important? Real easy. Dallas Keuchel is here in Texas. How did this guy show up at a Rangers uniform? Who cares? That means there's opportunity on the board. What do you think of this game? Tremendous. And that's the only reason why, because typically you'd skip right over this. But the last time we saw Dallas Keuchel, you know, pitching outside of who he's going to pitch for tonight, which would be the Texas Rangers, eight runs over two and a third innings. He said, oh, you know what, Kevin, pour some out for Dallas Keuchel. What a run it was. Every game he pitched, you just absolutely cashed in a ticket and he reappears in an 11-2 to two loss on 8-27, which is obviously August 27th. Somebody brought him back five and a third, 11 hits, seven earned runs in that game, and he's back on the mound today. So even though you take a look and say, well, who's he playing today? Ooh, I don't really know if that's a good baseball team in the Boston Red Sox. As The Rock would say, it doesn't matter who the team that he's facing is going to be. They're going to hit him anyway, Kevin. Dallas Keuchel has allowed six earned runs, just himself, okay, in five of his last seven starts. That includes one seeing Boston, giving up six earned in two innings. And by the way, Donnie references his last outing, five and a third, 11 hits, seven earned runs. That came against the Detroit Tigers, who we've been playing a guessing game all year long on. If any single batter in the lineup has an ISO power number that's above the line. It's an unbelievable, it's an unbelievable reality that he is still out there. The Red Sox team total is five and a half. Yankees play a big one tonight. My goodness, they are a dog. Ooh, it's been a while, I feel like, since we've seen the Yanks booked as a pooch. Domingo Herman against Springs, minus 124 on the Rays. Do your numbers tell you that's right, or, or maybe is this some recency bias working its way in here? Now, I think it's a little bit of both here because you're taking a look at some recency bias on the Yankees saying, hey, let's wake up and get some base hits here. But when you take a look at Springs, a left-handed pitcher, Kevin, a 2.81 XFIP, which is tremendous over the past month in Major League Baseball. I know you'll like this as a K-prop guy, 30% strikeout rate over the past 30 days for Springs. If we take a look at those splits, now we know a good left-handed pitcher is usually going to dominate left-handed batters, which you're not all that worried about because the Yankees stack right-handed batters with the best of them. 278 to lefties, but how about righties, Kevin? He's even better, a 238 weighted on base percentage and an ISO, minuscule, 048. I don't know who's going to win this game. I think it'll be close, but the one thing I'm leaning on, under.
Yeah, the Yanks have seen Springs a couple of times this year, and in 11 innings, he's only allowed three earned runs. That's good for a 2.45 ERA. He has been solid against the pinstripes this season. Uh, Moving over, Mariners-Guardians. This feels like a big series. Again, we talk about the AL postseason race. Two teams certainly involved in it. How about Louis Castillo? Gets the Seattle Mariners booked as a road favorite here. Above minus 140. Total for this one, similarly low to the last game, 7.5. Where's the edge? I think it's right here, and you take a look and say, whoa, Guardians at home. Give me the plus 120 price here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I'll go opposite. I'll lay that minus 142, and it's for Louis Castillo. Over the past month in Major League Baseball, 3.13 XFIP number, which is great. K, K percentage, Kevin, over 30% strikeout rate over the past month here in Major League Baseball. Weighted on base percentage, very good. 270 to lefties, 283 to righties. I'll take mm-hmm. that. Seattle, give me Louis Castillo. Louis Castillo strikeout prop tonight, five and a half at plus 108. We know mm-hmm. Cleveland is very good at not striking out, but if Castillo has this working tonight, certainly gives himself an opportunity to get over a number like that. Royals-Tigers doesn't have the same level uh-huh. of juice as some of the other games uh-huh. that we've talked about, but looks can be deceiving. This game is on the card for a reason. Tell us why. Lynch has really struggled over the past 30 days, right? Exit close to six as a pitcher. Lefty-righty splits are bad. But the reason I bring this up and the only reason that I bring this up is we tell you every day on this show how bad Detroit is. It's historically bad. And if you listened in yesterday, you know how bad it is? Yeah, they got shut out again. It's Nobody even cares anymore because that seems like every night. Now, Kevin, the statistics are getting worse. I'm going to go through... Let's go through the entire lineup quickly here. Green, 091 ISO power against lefties last month, for the last month. Reyes, 100. Baez, 0. Cabrera, 0. Haas, 037. Carpenter, 0. Candelario, 120. Torkelson, 0. Castro, 120. This isn't a Major League Baseball team. I need Rob Manfred, investigate the Detroit Tigers at this point for what they are actually putting out on the field. Four hits yesterday against the what Seattle Mariners. Completely non-competitive. Uh, the uh, you know early attack from Seattle would have put perhaps an underbacker in danger. At worst, you push if you had the hook, you were able to cash an under there. Seven nothing. The Mariners won that game. Cubs Cardinals. More, another opportunity here for the St. Louis Cardinals to beat up on a division opponent. And all that they're going to send out there is the greatest pitcher of the history of pitching is the St. Louis Cardinals version of George. Jordan Montgomery. I mean, are the numbers now as we're getting closer and closer into just Cardinal only numbers suggesting that this is going to be dominance? It should be dominance. And quite frankly, you do have a good pitcher, at least a hot pitcher that's going to be on the mound here for the Cardinals. But all the way through, what are the Cardinals not doing? Like, there's primarily right handed pitching in Major League Base. We're going to face a lot more of them than left handed pitching. Last month, like we talk about K percentages here, they are fantastic. They don't strike out against right handed pitching. So say, okay, you know, maybe they don't have much power. They just put the ball in play. That's not the case. First five guys in the lineup tonight weighted on base averages 464, 389, 446, 471, and 362. Now, also, if if we look at the ISO power numbers, the reason I brought this game up was not actually, Kevin, to bet the minus 240 or the total of eight. There was actually some really good home run looks in this game if you're trying to line it up. Samson, the right-handed pitcher, going to be on the mound. How about this weighted on base percentage to righties, Kevin, over the past month? A 456 weighted on base average coupled with an ISO of a 313. So if we're looking at just right-handed batters in the lineup tonight with good numbers, Goldschmidt, a 290 ISO power number. Arenado, a 333. Tyler O'Neill, a 291. 
Now, also, Albert Pauls is anticipated to be in the lineup, which you would think that's really good, right? He's a right-handed batter. Take a look at how bad Sampson's been the righties. But Pauls has struggled over the past month against right-handed pitching. But at the same time, this is a pitcher that can get raked from the right-hand side. And I think a no- number of these players, again, Goldschmidt, Arenado, O'Neill, but maybe Pujols gets another jack in his pocket here. And 700 gets a little bit closer. Plus 450 for Pujols to go deep in this game. Montgomery hit hard his last start against the Atlanta Braves. Five innings, five earned runs. The start before that, a complete game one hitter against the Chicago Cubs. The Cardinals' run line Mm. is minus 111. The Dodgers are going up against the San Diego Padres at home, only minus 166. That's with Dustin May towing the slab against Hugh Darvish. Another low total, 7.5. This wasn't 8, though, so people waking up early morning and betting an under here in this NL West matchup. What do you see? Agree with that line movement to the under, because I do think that's going to be the case. But also, let's remind ourselves, the same way I talked about a little bit earlier, maybe the Mets have a little bit of a depression coming off of a big series, but the Dodgers coming off a big series, which they lost and had to fly 3,000 miles now to go back to the West Coast and play the Padres. Maybe a little jet lagged at this point, but I do think it's proper to take a look at that under. Yeah, you got to be careful, of course, because the Dodgers so frequently are able to beat up on the Padres, but that travel's a really mm-hmm. good point by you. Enough time to get to, I think, one more game here. Pure pick, minus 108, both directions. The San Francisco Giants are going to be hosting the Philadelphia Phillies. Phil's earning themselves some respect here, man, with Gibson, uh, again, being able to register up a pick price against Cobb. Where's this matchup pointing you? I think it points a little bit for the San Francisco uh, Giants at this point, but also an under look. And here's why, Kevin. Going up against Cobb, who's a right-handed pitcher. If we take a look at that Phillies lineup against righties over the past month, how about only one guy in the lineup? JT Realmuto had a 352 weighted on base percentage. Everybody really? else below the medium, which is terrible. Now flip it over to the opposite side and take a look at Gibson. He's actually had a pretty good month here, Kevin. 3.83 XFIP, but also right-handed pitching against the San Francisco Giants. They only have two guys, Kevin. One is Peterson at a 426 weighted on base percentage and wins who's due to bat out of the nine hole at 340. Everybody else is below that Mendoza line. A true pitcher's ballpark after on the West Coast. I don't think you get the eight runs tonight. I'll lean on the under in this one as well. Two things quickly on this board to mention. The White Sox and the Twins begin a series, AL Central race. This is a massive one. The series is in Chicago. By the way, the Twins open up tonight's game as a road favorite. Lastly, Sandy Alcantara, plus 152 tonight against Mm. the Atlanta Braves. It is in Atlanta. It is Charlie Morton. But that is a big-time number when we talk about now what is the runaway favorite to win the NL Cy Young Award. That's your baseball preview. Coming up next, we start talking college football. Can Notre Dame pull the upset? We'll break it down next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. College football week one. Phenomenal start to the week last night. More games will be taking place tonight. Michigan State in action. But we want to look at the weekend and some of the biggest games. And the biggest game uh, does involve a big spread, 17 and a half. It's the Ohio State Buckeyes hosting Notre Dame as a 17 and a half point favorite. This is one that's going to have major ramifications to how we view Ohio State. Can Notre Dame, I mean, look, pull it up set is, is one thing, but can they keep this close and let us think to ourselves, all right, if they run the table, maybe they'll be in the mix here, Donnie. Again, a lot up for grabs in this two-verse-five matchup. And it's a lot of fun, too. This is the way you want to open up college football season. It's not so much that you say, well, Donnie, what do you mean? It's a 17-point spread opening up. That sounds like a cupcake game. It's really not. These are two talented football teams, but there are some teams that are the super elite, and then there is just the elite here, and that's what we're going to get between Ohio State and Notre Dame. But also keep in mind, the FanDuel Sportsbook, Kevin, when these lines initially came out, this was a 14-point number, and everybody is still jumping on Ohio State as they're up to 17-and-a-half. We'll see where that line closes at. If it does jump and say it's 17 and a half, 18 or higher, because you'll see a lot of the bets come in tomorrow night in prime time before this game actually kicks off. But it's pretty simple to me. It's one team, Kevin, with the regime that has been around. It's one team with a quarterback that we're expecting Heisman Trophy highlights on a week-to-week basis. It's one running back that looks like he might be able to steal the show and get into the Heisman race, and also a wide receiver that actually took the roof off of the Rose Bowl last year, the last time we saw them. Ohio State is supposed to roll in this game, and anything outside of that, you would be shocked. But having said that, there are some different ways that you can attack this football game as well. For me, if I'm looking at Notre Dame going on the road, I think it's more of a feeling out process. New head football coach, and he's had the whole offseason, Kevin. It's not like the coach was fired like, you know, last week, he news. Hey, uh, I'm leaving for another school in LSU, and then you just have a new football coach. He's had the grounds. The team really respect him. If anybody saw that video where it was announced that Freeman was going to be the head coach of Notre Dame, those kids were really excited, and I'm sure they're buying in here. This is a really tough spot in a tough environment for Notre Dame to get on track, which means I'm expecting a big first half from the Ohio State Buckeyes. So just from a betting perspective on my narrative, I do think if you're going to cover a 17 or a 17 and a half point spread, you better be up by at least double digits. So I actually took earlier in the week, Kevin, a minus nine and a half price on Ohio mm. State to be up double digits at the half, just because I'm thinking maybe a little bit of a slower start for Notre Dame where I already know what I have from Ohio State. That number is now a 10.5 on the FanDuel Sportsbook, Ooh, so some movement there. there. Uh, and that is yeah. – that's a massive one-point move, the difference yeah. between 9.5 and 10.5 and uh, there. It's a very, very key number. In the scope of this game, though, for Ohio State, we've heard Ryan Day talk about wanting to run the football, which is going to be interesting here. We are not at the point in time where we have props listed up just yet. But one thing that I cannot wait to see is – 
What do game-to-game C.J. Stroud numbers look like? What do Jackson Smith and Jigba numbers look like here on a consistent basis? I expect I have receiving up, yardage total. Do you? Oh, do you really? Yeah. Yeah, Notre How's Dame, Ohio possible? State. I'm on the fan on FanDuel right now. Anytime touchdown score, there's 24 different props. They're loaded across the board in this one. Hold on. Let me try and uh, move something around here. Yeah, sometimes you gotta you gotta travel across state lines. Yeah, you're right. All now, right, how about that? Good to see say, these numbers. Around. I was, I was at, Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say that maybe the FanDuel Sportsbook was like, now you know, we give early releases to really premium talent across the network, and maybe your <laughs> yeah, access yeah, yeah, was denied yeah. as opposed to mine's. It in. So been. yeah, it's up there, and it it looks good. It does look good. I, I and I, I honestly I think sometimes and no one cares about this. It doesn't matter. I have them now. They're in front of me. Uh, CJ Stroud three hundred and forty five and a half for the passing yards. How about three and a half passing touchdowns? And it's only plus one sixteen to the over. And then Jackson Smith in Jigba is minus one oh or rather one hundred five and a half yards. One hundred five and a half yards. Donnie is a wide receiver. He's minus two forty to score. I, like. It's just the college football numbers, man, are so different, right, than what you expect on a week-to-week basis in the NFL. I don't think that I've ever seen an NFL wide receiver above maybe minus 150, minus 160 to score a touchdown, or minus 240 on Jason. And by the way, not even the biggest favorite. It's Trevion Henderson, the Ohio State running back, yeah. who's the biggest favorite in this market. Yeah, and over 88 and a half there is this rushing prop. I was actually expecting, you know, over 300 yards yeah. for the quarterback, over 100 yards for the top receiver, and also over 100 yards for the top running back. We'll see where those lines change, but we talked about this already this week. This is the fun point about college football season, which, Kevin, last year, we weren't getting these prices here. We weren't getting this type of NFL betting market in college football. This would be so much fun to watch you play out. I hope it's just not one of those, well, it's opening week of the season. We're going to open up the books for you to have some fun and then restrict them as you move forward. Forward on these big football games where we want to sit around and watch, order pizza, have a couple cocktails. If you're going to give us betting markets like this at the fans of the Sportsbook, it's going to be wildly a wild time and a lot of fun. I will say going into this game, I am looking directly towards that total. Uh, it is now down to 58 and a half from 59 and a half to I'm sure a lot of people surprise. I agree with the movement. I think Notre Dame's secondary is one of the better groups in the country and might be equipped to keep Ohio State in check. And, and remind yourself, keeping Ohio State in check is not holding them to 21. It's holding them to 31, maybe even 35, and you would still be able to, to find your way towards an under. The big reason, to be honest with you, is I do not trust Notre Dame's offense coming into this football game. Tyler Buckner's first real start here at quarterback for the Irish is going to be in Uh, Columbus, Michael Mayer is a phenomenal tight end. Outside of that, this is a very unproven wide receiver group. Buckner and uh, biggest asset is his ability to be a running quarterback. I think Jim Knowles, new defensive coordinator for Ohio State, is going to try and make Buckner make plays with his arm. And I think that could be a tough thing for him to figure out in the beginning of this game. As the season goes on, maybe so. But I think Notre Dame probably caps out max. 21 points, but again, I I think it could still stay underneath something like that. I think we're looking at maybe a lower scoring football game than you would consider because Ohio State, I think, is a group we think is just going to sleepwalk to 40 in every game they play. Moving it over to last year's defending national champions, the Georgia Bulldogs host Oregon. College football, right? The two biggest games on this slate, 
two top 11 matchups, both dealing with 17.5-point lines. But again, that is college football. Though the Georgia line has trickled down, I will tell you this. If you're a Georgia backer, you want to be shopping on the FanDuel Sportsbook. The best Georgia number is on the FanDuel Sportsbook at 16.5. Total here is 53 and a hook. What do you think about this matchup here, Gianni? Yeah, i tell you what's interesting, too, is, you know, it's football season again. In baseball season, sometimes we don't talk so much about, you know, the lines moving because why? They're usually only up for a few hours. Set them in the morning. By the time the game is over, you're already on to the next day here. So I always find it interesting of where certain sports books do open their lines at. And take a look here at the original opening line at the FanDuel Sportsbook. How about this, Kevin? A 46.5 for this game, which now sits at that 53.5. But I do, I have to say I do agree, Kevin, with the line movement here. If you're looking at a true 17, I feel that it's more likely that this game closes at the 16.5 that we're now seeing at the FanDuel Sportsbook than let's just say a 17.5 or higher, even though it's quite unfair because if you're not paying all that much attention, Attention and just looking, you see that little N next to Georgia here for a neutral site. Oh, where are they playing? A few states over? No, they're playing in Atlanta yeah. here. This is a true home game in SEC territory where they play the SEC championship game. So you're already behind the eight ball a little bit if you're Oregon coming from the West Coast to East Coast here. New regime also, as you saw, obviously, Mario Cristobal go from Oregon to Miami. But there's a lot of parts on this Oregon football team to like, and there's no slander here on Georgia. They just won a national championship. They do have their starting quarterback that is going to play in this football game but if I'm looking at it overall I think Oregon can hang around in this one you don't have to say last drive of the game we're down three points can we win it just be around that number Kevin because sometimes it's not so much as being down 10 in the fourth quarter it's if you're down Mm -hmm. 24 in the fourth quarter do you trust Oregon to go down and score some points here on a backup squad for Georgia at that point a lot of breathing room where you will still feel in the mix right and the question Mm -hmm. is Can Oregon score against Georgia? You mentioned the way that this total is moving. Bo Nix is going to be the quarterback for Oregon for those that are kind of getting in their latest college football research. Yes, that Bo Nix reunited with Kyle Whittingham here. There's reason to be optimistic about this offense because the offensive line are all Mario Cristobal recruits. And as Miami will figure out soon enough, boy, does that guy know how to recruit offensive linemen. So, and also, Georgia has a bunch of players in the NFL now, right? Nicole Dean, Jordan Davis, the Philadelphia Eagles are just the crop of that bunch that have moved on. But here's the one thing that I cannot get over. Now, the Oregon head coach replacing Cristobal is Dan Lanning. For those that do not know, last year's defensive coordinator for the Georgia Bulldogs. If you're Stenson Bennett, isn't that a nightmare? Isn't the last guy you wanted to see a guy that all year long was in the room with you every single day going up against you in practice, knows your weaknesses, knows what confuses you, knows how to throw you off your game? That just feels like such a nightmare matchup for Stenson Bennett and the Georgia Bulldogs offense to see Lanning in their opening game of the season for me. No, it makes sense, too, because how many times you see it in, even in the NFL where you get that quarterback goes to a new team. Hey, check 22. That's a slant coming over the middle. Be on the lookout. If you're a defensive coordinator, <laughs> you're watching that offense all day yeah. long, and you know exactly what those signals are. So maybe that's a little bit of a feather in the cap here for Oregon, but should be fun just to watch on that big stage down in SEC territory, a sold-out dome, ready to go. And George also lost offensive talent. Zemir White and James Cook from the backfield. George Pickens, the Pickens. offensive rookie of the year favorite. So it's it's a team that lost plenty of talent on both sides of the football. There's a lot more 
college football for us to preview USC Alabama laying monster numbers and last year's Cinderella the Cincinnati Bearcats are in action we break it all down SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Back right here on SportsGrid talking college football. If you want all of the college football breakdown, not only are you in the right spot, but make sure you're with us on the weekend. College football today, SportsGrid's preview show. will have you ready. It's myself, Ben Stevens, and Joe Lisi. 9 a.m. Eastern start time all the way up until noon kickoff. So make sure you are tuned into college football today tomorrow morning one of the teams that will be talked about a lot this season I think will be the Cincinnati Bearcats this is a group that made the college football playoff but you see the expectations are nowhere near them repeating I have a follow-up question but if if I remember correctly Donnie last year you were involved on Cincinnati not preseason of course but you got in the mix at at one point there where you were able to say you know what this group is going to make the college football playoff Yes, and sometimes you can extrapolate, Kevin, late in the season where you see some advantages and some other games that you think will go your direction to get in. They deserve to get in the college football playoff, and they did, and they cashed the ticket behind it. It was nice. So here's my follow-up question before we get to Arkansas-Cincinnati. They yeah. start the season as 23, much higher last year preseason. Can Cincinnati get back to the college football playoff? And I quite if they win every game they play, Say all of them by double digits. I don't feel like Cincinnati is being afforded the same opportunity to get back, to be honest with you. No, but if if they're going to run the table and be undefeated, there's a really good chance that then you're going to have that argument that comes in. Well, an SEC team with one loss, uh, that's two losses everywhere else. But if you do have a couple people stub their toes in the SEC and they run the table, every bit they'll be in it because you don't have that strong contender out in the Pac-12. The one interesting part will be the Big 12, though, because there are some easy schedules if you try to take a look at those. But if they run the Mm -hmm. table, there's no reason to believe that they won't be again in the college football playoff. Last season, they started eighth. It's the AP Top 25, but it's close enough to probably what a college football playoff preseason outlook Mm -hmm. would be. 
the expectation around Cincinnati when they play Notre Dame. Hey, the winner of this game is going to have a clear path to the college football playoff. And by the way, I'm not telling you that Cincinnati is going to be able to go unbeaten here. They're a dog in their opening game against Arkansas of six and a half points. 52 and a half right now, the total on the FanDuel Sportsbook here. Arkansas, the higher-ranked team, so not only home, but also uh, maybe with even more expectations as K.J. Jefferson is back here for the Razorbacks at quarterback. What are you seeing here? Nearly a touchdown spread for Cincy. I'm seeing a lot of respect, actually, for Cincinnati in this game, Kevin. Usually you'd say to yourself, like, hey, look at the season Cincinnati had. They're catching just about a touchdown here opening week. Okay, what gives here? Well, Arkansas is a very good football team. So if we're looking at Desmond Ritter moving on and maybe the magic on for the Cincinnati Bearcats in what you would think would be some sort of a rebuilding, restructuring type year, not to say they can't compete in their own conference because clearly they can, but I saw that number, which you take a look at the FanDuel Sportsbook now, since under a touchdown, and I'm saying to myself, I don't know about that. You take Look at Arkansas. All five starting offensive linemen back here, Kevin. Also a quarterback with a ratio 21 to 4 touchdowns to interceptions. And oh, yeah. He led the team in rushing last year as well. So if I'm going to get a full offensive linebacker and also a quarterback that's used to playing football at a high level and also take a look at the scheduling from last year, 9-4 and four on the season for Arkansas, I got nowhere to go. Look, I understand Cincinnati's a good program now, and what Fickle has done has been nothing short of tremendous. But if I'm going to get yeah. under a touchdown in this game for a home game for an SEC team who was good last year and we expect to do good things this year, I'll take them. It's understandable. I'll say the total has my eye. And another spot where I'm thinking about an under. Cincinnati is transitioning away from not just the best quarterback in their program's history in Desmond Ritter, but an NFL prospect who's one of the winningest quarterbacks in college football history. That's going to be an adjustment. And I think they're finding that out right now. We still do not know who the Cincinnati quarterback is going to be. I understand Luke Fickle said he knows who it's going to be. But I just think if it's one of those things where one guy was running away with the job, they would have announced it a little bit sooner. Maybe it's not been as impressive for them as they try and replace Desmond Ritter. I think they probably are going to run the football a little bit more. It's probably the best way to try and attack Arkansas. A guy like John Ridgway off that defense now into the NFL. And for the Razorbacks, they want to run the ball. The gap now for Cincy is the departing corners. Sauce Gardner, Kobe Bryant. That's where you want to attack this team. Well, unfortunately for Arkansas, Traylon Burks was also drafted last season. It's mm-hmm. one of those things anywhere. If Traylon Burks was still at Arkansas, I'd probably tell you the Razorbacks by 10. I think the Razorbacks can certainly go out there, cover a number. Maybe they're going to be markedly better here, especially at home against Cincy. But I think both of these offenses might find an early struggle to find their footing and play this game towards an under. We look at some teams that are laying big numbers heading into the weekend, and one of them is the Michigan Wolverines. This game for me is interesting because of the quarterback give and take that we have coming into this game. Now, The listed, you know, we're starting with McNamara, then it's going to be McCarthy, right? How much are we seeing of each of these guys here, though, right, against Colorado State? Michigan's laying 30 and a half points. How do you bet this game if you're going to, Nani, on the heels, obviously, of this quarterback battle still ongoing for Michigan? 
Yeah, I, I do think Michigan obviously rolls, and quite frankly, they should. This line opened up at the FanDuel Sportsbook here a few weeks back at minus 27.5 as a favorite to the Michigan Wolverines. Now we see that over 30, listed at 30.5. It's, it's very interesting here because we don't see this much in college football. You could say you have two quarterbacks that are going to play in one game. We've seen that before. But just that stance of one guy is going to play this week, another guy is going to play next week. And I know you brought up this astute comment earlier as well. What are we getting out of this from Colorado State and Hawaii? Somebody's going to separate themselves here. You see them every right. day in practice. You know who's the better quarterback and who's not. It's just kind of interesting where you're loading up on these two guys for two really bad football teams when theoretically, Kevin, if Michigan comes into this game and goes, we're not going to throw a single pass, they might still cover the 31-point line they need to cash this ticket in. So from a quarterback competitive standpoint, I don't know what I'm getting out of the next two weeks, but in this game, anything short of Michigan not absolutely – crushing Colorado State would be interesting to me for me and I you know I, we look we want to give you the picks and the edge but for me my breakdown of this game Donnie is I want nothing to do with this game and here's why <laughs> what is the point of a quarterback battle if the two guys come in and just trade handing the football off to Blake Corum you're finding absolute. We know that Blake Corum in this offensive line can do whatever they want to Colorado State and Hawaii. So because of that, if Michigan's approach here is just going to be aired out at all costs and let's see if one of these guys can really pop and press, then maybe they don't run away and hide in the way that we would anticipate. But I similarly am not going to grab Colorado State on that notion because maybe Harbaugh is insane and is going to do a quarterback battle where all they do is hand the football off to Blake Corum. So because of all of that there, this quarterback battle does not push me to the window. It keeps me away from it right now. I think you have too many question marks leaning in. Alabama is in action against Utah State laying a monster number as we would anticipate. But the number's only gone up. Why? Well, Utah State was one of your week zero participants. And as a near four mm. touchdown favorite, they let the UConn Huskies knock on the door for basically the entire game. So Alabama is laying almost six touchdowns. 41 and a half, 62 and a half for a total. Surprise it's not the spread. What do you think about the Crimson Tides debut? Yeah, it should absolutely roll in this game. I don't think anybody's questioning in that, but you're right. The line opened up around that 38 number. Now we see it above minus 41 and a half. So the good part about now with the different ways that you can bet on the FanDuel Sportsbook, we take a look at Major League Baseball. I don't want to lay a minus 440 price. I'll take a team total. I'll take a hitter par- a hitter prop parlay at that point here to see if you can cash in or a guy to hit a home run. The reason I'm bringing this up here for us, the one thing that we do know, it's very important at Alabama. It's very important at a lot of schools. If you have a quarterback that will be eligible or possibly the chance to win a Heisman Trophy, which we probably will see another one here between the Ohio State quarterback and the Alabama kid. You take a look at Bryce Young, 305 and a half. Now, does he need to really run it up that much? And to get to 305 and a half, Kevin, does he have to get that over the first three quarters? But the one thing I do like here is player prop touchdown. It's very expensive, though. It's two and a half at a minus 188. Nick, so, Nick Saban knows the stakes. You keep the guys happy around you. You win national championships and Heisman trophies. You know what you can do when you sit in kids' living room with their parents? Hey, guys, you want one of these rings? You want a Heisman trophy? You come here. There's no way Bryce Young gets out of this game without at least three touchdown passes. I love that. It's expensive, but it's worth it. Last year against non-Power 5 opponents, Mercer, three passing touchdowns, Southern Miss, 
five passing touchdowns. New Mexico State, five passing touchdowns. Yes. Hang the three and a half at a plus price. I think you can probably find yourself over that number as well. The only caveat, if that, is that the number one leading rusher in the country at the moment, Donnie, is Nathan Mm -hmm. Carter of UConn. That's because he put 190 up on Utah State. It might be one of those things where Bryce Young doesn't get the chance to throw because accidentally they hand the ball off and Jameer Gibbs is just gone. 70 yards. Like, one number, yeah. like Donnie, have you ever seen this? It's over under rushing touchdowns at one and a half for Jameer Gibbs. And by the way, it's only it's plus crazy. 152 for him to score two yeah. touchdowns. It's absolutely ridiculous. His rushing total is 95 and a half. Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley make their Southern California debut against Rice. My question about this game is do we think they are reading the press clippings? Look, the odds makers like them, right? But third out of all the Pac-12 teams in the AP poll, does Lincoln Riley want to run it up here? I'm sure Caleb Williams does. Lincoln Riley is going to make that decision. Do you think they run away and hide here against Rice? Yes, I do think they run away and hide because that's the way you want to start the regime change off. I mean, this isn't a coach that's been there 15 years, been that, done that. He wants to set an example like this is the way you play USC Trojan football. Here are my horses. We're going to go out here and eat and let's put this division or should I say this conference on notice for only what two or three more years before they head out to the Big Ten. Caleb Williams, 268.5 for a passing prop. Two and a half passing touchdowns is at plus 104. Can't... Ah, now, hold on. Am I walking right into a trap, Donnie? Caleb oh, Williams plus 118 for a rushing touchdown. I mean, what is that? Too no, good to be boy. true? Now, what, I mean, now, what is that? That's read option in the red zone. He walks <laughs> in. Three touchdown passes, two rushing. Didn't you see that with Spencer Sanders? Maybe that same outcome coming in this one, too. Yeah, no doubt. By the way, Jordan Addison, minus 205 to score. Stop the uh, madness. That number is outrageous. One more game I wanted to make sure we brought up. Florida is going to host Utah. Florida initially opened as a favorite. It has moved to Utah, laying the full three up against the Gators in the swamp, Donnie. The full field goal in the swamp for Nate Pierce's debut as the head coach of Florida. It, it feels like bizarro world to keep this quickly here, but the fact is Utah is good. Utah is deep. Utah is talented. Utah has veterans, and Utah has a coaching staff that's been in place for over a decade. They're going to go into the swamp. They're going to win that football game. We talked a lot about player props today. They're still coming available. I really want to see what the Tavion Thompson anytime touchdown score number is. Maybe I'm dreaming of a world, but last year, every game he had 10-plus carries, he scored a touchdown. Tavion Thompson will be in the end zone in this game. Also, I cannot wait to see what they do with Anthony Richardson props, who in his a few moments last year for Florida flashed unbelievable explosiveness. College football week one is fully underway. Again, tonight you've got Michigan State in action with a couple of other games. TCU, Colorado. Cannot wait to watch it all play out. Don't go anywhere. Up next, make sure you listen up. Donnie closes out the week. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Final segment of the week here for the early line right here in the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. And certainly, what a week it's been. Donnie Wright side here along with Kevin Walsh. We are a football Friday. And yes, there is college football tonight, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And then, as you know, next weekend is kickoff in the NFL next Thursday night. What a week ahead of us. Make sure you stay tuned here to the Sports Grid Network to get all of that information you need to be a better handicapper and certainly a more informed better. But also, coming up next year, the morning after, Ben Stevens. He will certainly continue the Sports Grid holiday this weekend, and I can't wait for it. But I got to tell you something right now. Like We talked about some NBA today, NFL, college football, broke down the games, the big games for the weekend. But there is one story that keeps coming up, which I can't get enough of, and I think it is hilarious, and it deals with South Carolina football. So make sure you listen up. Sir, Big Spur is back. And if you don't know what that is, that is the rooster that is on the sidelines for the South Carolina Gamecocks. Now, there's been some controversy over the past weeks. Why is that? Because of a name change to Sir Big Spur, who's been around since 1999 and has been at baseball games, basketball games, and certainly at football games. If you ever look down there, he's got almost like a little car or a little cage that he actually deals with and travels around with. It's kind of interesting. But the handlers switched place just a few short years ago, and a fight began over how to cut, I guess, the feathers of this big bird. Now, when you say, look, why is that a big deal? Well, it's a more fierce look if you cut it a certain direction. It's maybe a little bit, you know, inhumane if you cut it in a different direction. So the fight's been going on, and the original handler said, well, you know what? You're not going to do what we want. Change the name because we hold the name Sir Big Spur. So they had a big online, I don't want to say, you know, uh, fan poll you could use and said, what are some of the names that can come in? And quite frankly, some of those were hilarious. But crisis averted as the two sides came together and decided that you're going to be able to use Sir Big Spur. Woo! What a relief for South Carolina football now that that is out of the way. But that's the passion of college football. It's week one, an impressive weekend ahead. Make sure you stay tuned here with Sports Grid and everything that we got going on. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 